This is The Structuring Podcast. Good day, everyone, and welcome back. This is Terry War with The Structuring Podcast. Today's topic is about special disability trusts. And these are trusts that are set up for children or even adults that have a special disability. Now, the level of disability to qualify for these trusts is something I won't go into, but you can get information about that on the Centrelink website. So if you have a child with a disability or a relative with a disability that is severe enough, you might qualify to set up a special disability trust. And these trusts come with a lot of tax and social security benefits. So I just want to give a quick summary of what these could be. I won't go into very much detail. So make sure you you do go and get legal advice and even financial advice. There are financial planners that specialize in this area and they should be able to help. All right, the, the first concession is an exemption from capital gains tax for someone who gifts property to a special disability trust for no consideration. And that could mean a parent who owns an investment property, that property if sold could trigger a large capital gain. However, if it's transferred into the trust with no payment for that, the tax basically disappears. And that is because of section 118 85 of the Income Tax Assessment Act 97. When transferring property, real property, into one of these trusts, there are also stamp duty concessions. And this could mean the transfer could be completely stamp duty exempt. Well, stamp duty is state law, so you'll have to get advice from a solicitor on this in the relevant state, which is where the property is. But in New South Wales, for example, it would be under section 65 brackets, 22 close brackets of the Duties Act. Other states have similar concessions. Where the disabled beneficiary lives in a property and the property is owned by the trustee of a special disability trust, the main residence capital gains tax exemption can apply. Normally it doesn't apply for properties held in trusts, but it can in this instance. And in some states it can be also exempt from land tax. New South Wales is one of those states. If the property is rented out, the trustee of the trust can accumulate income and that income will be taxed at the the tax rate of the beneficiary. And the beneficiary will be taxed as an adult or taxed at adult rates, even if they are under the age of 18. So they they would get the tax-free threshold, which is 18,200. And if the property was rented out and the rent was less than that, there'd be no tax payable. So this may come in handy where a family member has a uh, property. It might be low LVR, high-end tax, high-end land tax. It's pregnant with capital gains tax. They may be able to transfer it to one of these trusts to benefit their relative. And a lot of tax can be wiped out by doing that. On the social security side, if someone transfers an asset such as a property into one of these trusts, the rules around gifting are modified. 
So where the property is valued at $500,000 or less, it's disregarded as a, a gift for the assets test of the person that gives it. Also, the income generated from a special disability trust is not included in the beneficiary's social security income test. And that might mean they still qualify for their social security benefits, even if they are receiving income such as rent. And relatives that gift to one of these trusts, gifting could reduce their assets and that could mean that they end up getting more pension. So these are some of the benefits of a special disability trust. There's probably a lot more. There's a lot of strategies around this. So please go and get some legal advice, some tax advice, and some advice on the social security aspects as well. Until next time, that's it. Bye for now. You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.